I am Matt, and this is the Hellcast coming at you, and there's no debating that going on tonight. Hey, I'm Michael, and I'm looking to make America mediocre again, and then make them all into screech owls. Screech Owl is. I'm not convinced they're not the same owls, but I had those birds on the back that you've seen them. They used to hang out in like a flock of seagulls, except they weren't seagulls. No, and as I recall, they they were strategically placed in the yard, much so they were triangulating their prey. Yeah, they were killers. They had that crazy defecation. Yeah. Little bones and whatnot. Yeah. I used to always go sifting for bones. Yeah, you did. Um, Penn State might... That's a Big Ten opener. I mean, Can't that, say I didn't see that coming. That was a beating of the likes we haven't seen in in years. Sure felt good. Well, that's not true. I guess we saw Florida last year. Big Ten beating. That's a throttling on offense and a throttling on defense. Our first quarterback not to uh, get knocked out. No doubt that uh, that's a tough kid. Um, what's his name? The quarterback from uh, Penn State, McClure, the Highlander. McClure. I think that's from. Uh, I think that's an old McSorley. McSorley. Oh, McSorley's great pub in Annapolis. If you're ever out there, McSorley's. Oh yeah. Right there in the marina. Beautiful, wonderful, wonderful foods and beer. What kind of grub do they have? Oh, you know, M- M- Maryland grub, crabs, <laughs> and then the dip that you make from crabs. I've never been to Annapolis. Yeah, you know, it's southern, it's the north and the south right there. That's the border state, and so there's a lot of fried chicken and chili. Interesting. A lot of pasties, meats, grits. And a uh, gritty quarterback, as it turns out. He was running for his life. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he, he left the game with it. Good for him. Yeah, he, no doubt good for him. He um, he tried his hardest, um, but Michigan's defense, again, that defense is knives and jerseys, man. Yeah, Taco's uh, return was a beautiful thing, and then to get sacked the guy twice on the first series... And that's that's got to put the fear of uh, the Wolverine into you. Yeah, that was nice to get Jordan Lewis back as well. Yeah, lockdown, lockdown corner. I couldn't find anything. That guy was the leading. He was the leading um, passer coming into the game in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. He didn't finish the uh, game. Mustered about one hundred and thirty or one hundred and somewhere in those. Yard. Net yards passing 121 is what I'm seeing. That's not much. Not much at all. And um, bruised. Beaten up. What, sat six times? Oh, God, that's all I six need. Times. Yeah, they've been sacked five times total in all the games before that, and they were sacked six times. And There was no room. There was 13 tackles there. for loss, but 12 or 13. That's insane. So, yeah, complete domination, wonderful watch. Special teams were, uh, you know, we needed them. Kickoff, puck turn, Jabril, just uh, his wheels just moving too fast. Once again, he was too fast for his own shoes. He stumbles and windmills his way for about 12, 15 yards there. 52, 52 yards. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. It was a just a wee bit short. Just short. We were all, the whole stadium and everybody at home uh, watching was willing uh, Jabril to stay on his feet for just a few more yards. Punched that thing in there. It just wasn't meant to be. And then, 
you know, we're not going to settle for a field goal. We're going to go for the touchdown on fourth and one uh, yeah. Yeah. right off the bat. Just punch it in. So that was quite a statement. Uh, it was going to be a long day for Penn State. So three and out, push him back to the one-yard line, the punt, the punt return, and then stick it in. And right out of the gate, we're up seven love. And uh, that was sort of uh, the way the rest of the afternoon went. Yeah, that was the theme of the first quarter. Uh, we were converting third downs. They were not. Um, we were driving and scoring. So by just about the uh, first minute or two of the second quarter, we were up 21-love. Oh, and one of those wonderful days where you can just kind of kick back and watch the scores from the other games and watch the schadenfreude explode everywhere. Yes, yeah, no doubt. We, uh, well, lead, that was a 3.30 kick. Um, and we, had bo- we had been in full relish mode. Yes, that was the Wisconsin and Michigan State tilt down the road in East Lansing was just prior to this. Yeah. You know what? would have been nice to see Michigan State undefeated when they faced us in a few weeks, but it's nice to see a tough Wisconsin squad who we know they've beaten some tough squad, some tough people. At least they beat LSU. I'm not sure if we really know anything about anybody at this point. We don't. We know that Wisconsin's undefeated. Yep. Uh, we're going to get to that preview. Um, but as you said, a beautiful day. It was a gorgeous afternoon here in West Michigan. Six rushing touchdowns. Gosh. By, uh, what do we got? Uh, and the averages these backs were running with. You know, you're, you're going down the line looking at you know, something nine yards, eight yards, seven yards, six yards. Even Wilton Spate averaged like four and a half or five. Yeah. Um, just everybody running hard. Um, 6.7 per carry. Five different guys rushed a touchdown. Um, let's see, one, two, three, four guys had rushes greater than 25 yards. It's just a domination. Yeah. Now, I understand Penn State was depleted in their linebacking core. Um, but that notwithstanding, I mean, that's not a, that's a rushing output you would expect to see against an FCS school of... 515 total yards. That... Just an explosion of offense. And it was methodical, really. I mean, there was not a lot of big, huge bang-bang plays. It was shoving it right down your throat. Yeah, get those linemen ready for the Big Ten season. Let's uh, really start really hardening those calluses. And they did. Oh, yeah, they did. They sure did. They didn't And, uh, you know, we had talked about earlier picking somebody on the uh, offensive and defensive side of the ball who were your... I was impressed with Karan Higdon. Oh, well, offensive side, yeah. Yeah. Boy, he came, you know, a lot of injuries with that fella, too bad, but he just squats in the bush and gets stronger until it's his turn, eating his rice. Yeah. And boy, hello, welcome to the team. Yeah, still in Saigon. He uh, was off the bench after... uh, our good friend Davion Smith, who started the uh, the game at tailback. And it looks like Ty Wheatley wants to just roll these guys in. He has that feeling, you know. One carry at a time, and maybe you get a, a second carry. But He's got a robe on, loose-fitting robe, sitting around the practice field. He's the Zen yogi of the running backs, just yeah. feeling who's who's got the... Um, Who's got the mojo? Who's got that feeling this week? I yeah. sense it's you. And uh, Coach Harbaugh, I want this man in the game early. Yeah. I, got something, I got something feeling about this guy. Yeah, he's um, oh. Yeah, Coach Wheatley's got that feeling. And so he puts Karan uh, Higdon in. Runs hard. Hard runner. But uh, you know what? You're not playing if you're uh, not running hard with Coach Wheatley and Coach Harbaugh. Explosive! Yeah. Boom! He squares that a, hole. Yeah, he sure does. He hits. He gets those shoulders square. Go north south. Bow. Gunsu Mao. <laughs> Must go. Got to go. Uh, so Higdon had himself a ball game. Um, let's look at the uh, box score here. Higdon had nine carries for eighty-one yards and a uh, a pair of touchdowns. 
that is a fine afternoon in your opening game, I believe. Yeah, essentially. That's, yeah. So good for Karan Higdon. That was uh, that was one of my offensive guys. What do you got? Uh, oh, on like offense. Um, uh, first name I wrote down on offense was Hill, but I'm going to skip over Hill and go to Braden. Just because, as it turns out, he's not deficient. He, he's been injured, and he's finally through, it appears, with the last injury and back to uh, a healthy status and looking good in that game. And if that is a um, sign of things to come with that offensive line, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, because, uh, you know, we need depth. And if he wasn't going to be able to do it, we had somebody we could plug in there. But it is just uh, great to see that he's got the job done. Now, I know he didn't grade out as the best offensive lineman. That was uh, his uh, side mate there, the left tackle, I do believe. Um, you're talking about the, uh, the youngster. I, I think it was, I think the, the highest uh, graded offensive lineman was Magnuson this week. Could be wrong. Mm. Right tackle. Okay, we'll we'll straighten that out. But um, irregardless, irregardless, we we had a lot of wonderful line play. Um, I, I so, would, yeah, I would agree. It's good to see Braden not falling apart. And I think we'll be able to go to Hill about every game because he, he's reminded me now of what uh, Harbaugh grew up in which was a fullback who was an intricate part of that offense. I mean, I don't know, was Jared Bunch a fullback? He did. Does that he, ring a bell to you? Yeah, he ran fullback. Was Leroy Horde? He split time at fullback. He split it, though, but he could... Yeah. Um, BJ Askew? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. that used to be, you know, two tight ends and a fullback, and, well, and you know he loves the tight ends. I just... I, I just think Hill and the, the way we're going to see fullbacks, obviously. But, God, this guy's a big a big feller, and they're diving at his feet when they see him coming. Yeah, no doubt. 263, I want to say. Is that yeah. when he tilts the scales? A big, giant man. He's got those nice hands, too. Yeah. He picked up that ball. Uh, Wilton had a couple of misguided throws, um, but he threw that ball out to Hill out on the uh, left sideline there and he scooped it right off his shoestrings. That turned up field. I couldn't believe he caught that thing. No doubt. And then had the balance to stay upright and muttering down the field. Nothing wrong with Khalid Hill. I like that guy a lot. What would you like on the defensive side of the ball over there, Matt? Um, I like two guys. I like Mo Hurst a lot. Oh, I had him on my, my list as yeah, well. Yeah, there's not much to... What's not to like with Mo Hurst? He is so cat quick. Getting around, guys, like right now. Um, just a big man. He was in the backfield all afternoon. Um, and Ben Gideon, I liked what I saw out of Ben. All right, well, those are the two I had. Yeah. Leading the t- leading the team in tackles again. Again, our linebackers, it's, as it turns out, are not really a question mark at all. It's uh, No. It's a strength. And, the other, and our other son of Cray picks one off, gets his first interception of the year. They're fast. Um, well, for Michigan standards, the recent vintage linebackers, these guys are, are darn fast. McCray's big, though. Yeah, Mike. He's a big man. Yeah, Mike's And then when you see uh, Gideon, like, talk in interviews, it's like, what? Yeah. That guy's the, that guy's a middle linebacker? Huh. He looks like he's, you know, in he's my kid's science teacher or something. Uh, anyway, but... Put that helmet on him, man. He is a fierce competitor. That dude puts his nose in the dirt all the time, and he is not scared of contact. No. He relishes contact. No, which is, you which love is those great. guys who sniff it out. Love to see that, um, man. I, you got to think some of that too is just the stoutness of that front four is keeping those linebackers clean. Oh, oh yeah, those guys must love Absolutely. playing behind those guys. I mean, you know, we mentioned Wormley, who is just a, a, a consistent, solid beast. He's just a large individual, Wormley. Yeah. And every time I see him, he just gets bigger. 
He's thick. And smarter. He doesn't look like he's a giant, but he's he is a giant. He's a, I love all these giant, athletic, smart folk that are on this team. Uh, smarts goes a heck of a heck of a long way in de- defeating um, inadequacies. I don't see we've got many inadequacies. So when you've got, so if you can just pounce the uh, just the enormous intelligence of these players on top of their athletic ability, it's just really a wonderful three hours to spend in an afternoon. It sure was. That was a that was a real treat, a in real Penn joy. State. God. Yeah. It really, you know, what was disappointing um, was to see when uh, Coach James Franklin lines up to kick a field goal down twenty-eight to nothing, takes a timeout, and you're figuring, well, he's got to think better of this and punch it in at least go. Well, for what it. the hell is supposed to do, you moron? But you kick a field goal, you're still four scores down. I mean, you've not achieved anything outside of avoiding the shutout. No, I think uh, it was it was written well on the MGO blog where he said, "Oh, certainly he took the timeout because he real he realized the folly of his ways." Essentially, nope, he kicked it anyway. And there was that great reaction. He shot. went from down four scores to down four scores. Yes, <laughs> and that, that great reaction shot that um, was an ABC got of Coach Harbaugh after that. And he's like, "What the hell? What are we even here?" Yeah, right. Well, I guess I'm just going to bury you. You've got the brain of a four-year-old boy, and I bet he was glad to get rid of him. That ain't whole milk football. Yeah, that's some skim milk football. It's like Ovaltine. It's like some sort of powder you mix with water kind of football. That's some bull. Um, James Franklin, I don't think is long for Penn State, but I could give a rat, quite frankly. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Problem... I have a problem uh, with anybody wanting to coach that team. I think it's a character uh, flaw until the fan base stops honoring uh, a man, a football coach over the, the anyway, you know what I'm going to say. So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I don't really care. He's does, he can't be long for that, that job. That's a, you know, that fan base is crazy. Yeah. He's got like a twelve million dollar literally, literally historically crazy. <laughs> like Abe Lincoln's wife? Yes. Right. I'm married now. My wife is uh, is crazy. She's literally historically insane. Lincoln, 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 Lincoln. Lincoln, 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 Lincoln you're gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> Oh, you can never go wrong with that skit by Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is a fine, funny man. Um, historically crazy. Uh, okay, we'll wrap up Penn State. We crushed him. You get crushed him. nothing. Decimated. You lose. Good day, we saw sir. Him driven before us. And prior to the crushing, we had a, a group of players who had a uh, little social. Uh, stance. That's right. Recognize a little social injustice in our society. Um, what do we have? Eight, nine players raise their fists as a um, protest of sorts during the anthem. Um, yeah, no problem with it at all. Listening to the huge today, the, the huge. You know, I'm not sure why they raise their hands. It's like the, it's like uh, it's like exclusive. That's like saying Black Power. We're hearkening back to Black Power. That's exclusive. So I'm not sure why they raise their hands. Yeah. So, but they've got. You know, I can never walk in the in the shoes of an African American. So you know, huge. You would need three yeah, promotions to get to be an asshole. Yeah, I don't know. He's feel he's free to have his opinion. And I, yet, I was listening to him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm all about, uh, about these kids standing up and if they feel that's important to them and they feel like they've got a platform and they certainly do, they've got 110,000 people there. Oh, yeah. Um, if they feel disaffected, good for them. Say what you want. Say what you want. That's then what go it's play all ball. About. That's what it's all about. And that's what they did. They you know, sure they did. didn't draw attention to themselves. No, they had a statement afterward after when asked and, um. Woodson's the best talking about this when he brings up, you know, 
Yeah, what's well, Francis Scott Key? He looked into the history of this guy, and uh, he owned slaves. Yeah. He wasn't that writing that song for me. He wasn't talking about me. Yeah. Rocking that crab bot. Dang. He does Once rock. again, two weeks in a row, rocking the crab bot. That's going to be the new. Uh, That's his thing. You're going to have to write that song to uh, rock the Casbah, rock the cravat. Yeah. The king, the goat, he took his ascot. He went grooving down the way. The goat, he don't lie. the cravat. Rock the cravat. Oh, man, we love Charles Woodson. Yeah, how can you not love Charles Woodson? Living the life. Bring it on, Chuck. Charlie. Tell you what, that Charlie can squat in the bush all day. He he made a career out of squatting. He sure did. And he'd come up and whack you. No doubt. He'd whack you and steal your ball. Must be a rice eater. Good ball. Sipping on the wine. Well, we should probably take a break. Word from our sponsor. Word from our sponsor, then uh, get right back into that preview. That's right. A couple of undefeateds. A couple of top tens. Top tens. That's been a long time since we've been the favorite in a couple of top ten battles. Yeah, we're we're favored by ten points, double digits in a top ten. Yeah. Hey, great victory. You're a double-digit dog. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Ann Arbor. Oh, Double Digit Dog is actually a cartoon that I'm starting uh, next week. Animation. Yeah. We'll get to that later. New from Hasbro. Rock, paper, hatchets. A cutting-edge twist on an old classic. Rocks and papers, what do you throw? Papers or rocks or... Hatchets, oh no! By Hasbro. Did you ever uh, end up playing that game? Uh, yeah, I, I played it once. Just once, huh? Don't get many second chances when you're playing hatchets. Like, you're not going to get many second chances in this ball game that we're coming up here with uh, this weekend. Winner takes all, undefeated. Between the two of us, anyway. What do you say we take a look at the Wisconsin defense? Coming off of that victory over the Sparties of East Lansing's Michigan State University. They looked fairly stout. Despite them struggling against Georgia State the week before, they came out and they shut down a Michigan State team, which is coming off of a solid victory against Notre Dame. They went into East Lansing and held the Spartans... Shut them out for a touchdown. Right. No touchdowns. Yeah, that's a... That is an impressive defense. Yeah. That is also the same defense that uh, only allowed 14 points to the LSU Tigers. Um, They've got a solid tailback uh, with LSU. Um, Leonard Fournette's no joke. And to, uh, to shut that team down is... Well, you you want to know what the common denominator is between those two teams, Michigan State and LSU. LSU can't throw the ball. Lack of quarterback play, and O'Connor is not not getting the job done for Sparty. He's, he seems like he decided uh, step down from Connor Cook. Yeah, and when you can place all your men up to stop Leonard Fournette, and you can stop place all your men up front to stop the running game of Michigan State. And neither of those teams have a th- have a quarterback that can get the job done when called upon. At this point, they're both uh, you know they just that's why Les Miles doesn't have a job today. Um, and boy, you know sleeper pick D'Antonio going to LSU. And, you know they made that move before. LSU did bring in a state poach in, but um, you know they they forced four turnovers on Sparty. One of them being a, uh, a fumble recover that that dude housed for about 65 yards. Uh, that and was, that was just broke their back, I think. That was a big stick on oh. uh, LJ Scott. Yeah. Jarred the ball loose. Oh, that ball's just flying through the air, then just bouncing in the open space and the camera angle such that nobody's, you can't see any player from any team going to get it. Yep. You're thinking, oh, 
Boy, that would be a bad thing if Wisconsin picked it up, and they did. Oh, and even worse if he rumbles all the way to the house. I'll drink to the house. Yeah, he. Uh, they held L.J. Scott to 61 yards on 14 carries. <clears throat> um, he's good back. Yeah. Um, well, so I think what you're saying there, Michael, is uh, Wisconsin likes to make you one-dimensional. And they can uh, hem you in and uh, shut you down. Now, Wisconsin has had a several years now of outstanding linebacker play. That front seven, they run a 3-4 down there, and they still do with their new defensive coordinator. Um, they've got those just fast and physical linebackers. Uh, no joke. Well, they ain't putting pressure all over O'Connor all day. I mean, T.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, brother of Houston Texans, J.J. Watt, is their outside linebacker. He's solid, um, no doubt about it. Big, strong, physical guy. Um, Connolly, big uh, linebacker. They've, Filling in. They've lost a linebacker and a nickel yeah. back over the last uh, few weeks. Yeah. In consecutive weeks. Yeah. So they, they're they not playing starting linebackers all the way through. Uh, but they're but they're next manning up well so far. Um, I'm not sure that best manning up is going to do much good, though, this week. It's going to be a hell of a test for the uh, Wolverines. It is. Front line. You know, it's just so hard to tell. It's just this whole Michigan State thing, Notre Dame victory. Notre Dame obviously just sucks. Their defense is terrible. Yeah, they, they gave up, what, 28 to Duke at home? I mean, so, you know, it's, transitive properties of equality it's, means, means what? It means Michigan State may have beaten a really terrible team in Notre Dame. And L- and Wisconsin may have beaten a mediocre team in LSU, really overrated at number five, who uh, have fired their coach in week four. So yeah. uh, LSU's, what, two and two? They just lost to Auburn last yeah, week yeah. on a last second. So we don't know winner. what any any of these teams are like. I just uh, I look at this Wisconsin uh, defense, and I think, wow, stout, big, but... Physical. Yeah. But can but they can they run? Can they cover? Can they cover? I mean, we gotta get um we gotta get Jehu Chesson loose. He's not getting separation that we would expect him to get. Um Darbo is They get loose, butt's gonna be wide open yeah. in the seams and across the middle. Well he's been open all he's year. He's been wide open anyway, but Yeah. Yeah. You try to try to stay with him, your your uh, JJ, JJ Wise brother. Yeah, we need uh, Wilton Spate to be accurate this week. We need Wilton Spate to take a punch. He's going to get popped. I think he can bank on that. He's going to get rattled. Um, great, great pass pro though. All year long, they've kept him relatively clean. Yeah, I mean the one, the one play, the Colorado play where he got rattled and I don't know if he was injured or hurt but on that uh, corner blitz that he didn't see coming Khalid Hill he, Khalid Hill did not that pick was, that uh, blitz up I, I don't put that on the line but, but and I bet that's one thing that Khalid Hill's you know his he's mental be, checklist well that's not ever going to happen again yeah he's I'm sure he was really feeling he, bad about that yeah, he, yeah. he's bucking for phenomenal year and that's uh Yep. It's got to be cleaned up to make that phenomenal year. Yep. So um, I, 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 I assume he's going to get that done. So, yeah, they're obviously stout. Stout D, stout D, no doubt. Wisconsin, wide bodies. Harbaugh says, hope the field's wide enough. Uh, yeah. Um, the Wolverines so have some big bodies, too. We've got some bodies who are fast yep. and strong, too, on both sides of the ball. It's going to be a an old-time bruiser. There's going to be some pads cracking out there. Um, it is on the other side of the ball, however, on the offensive side of the ball, when I talk about Wisconsin, where I truly believe they're going to have a big problem. I think there's a decided advantage for the Michigan. Yeah. That Michigan defense is has been crushing 
of recent. I mean, I'm, really, we've played four games, so that's what sixteen quarters. And uh, really, outside of the first quarter against Colorado, they've handled everybody. So that's fifteen to sixteen quarters of manhandle football. I look at this uh, Wisconsin office against MSU, and they were they didn't dominate. They were very efficient. Yeah, they were three for three in the red zone with you know all touchdowns. Yeah, um, turnovers helped them with field turnovers position. Helped them a, a great deal. Um, that quarterback, that lefty, that slinger, uh, loves me a southpaw quarterback, as you know. But he, he his his delivery. We've talked about it last Saturday. We talked about it. Just a few minutes ago, but it's it's a it's a deliberate slow wind up, uh, and if you are at any, you know, you you are, I'm watching these Michigan State defenders, defensive backs, and thinking, why aren't you able to jump these balls? You can see him winding up and throwing it in that area, and I think we've got the guys who can do that. Plus, he wasn't facing near the pressure he's going to be facing, and I think we break him. I think we're back to the theme of the year. Uh, you know, we had the one-off with the dude who you know, escaped yeah. his life. McSorley. Again, yeah. fine. I fine food over there in Maryland, Annapolis, over there at McSorley's. But uh, this guy, you know, redshirt freshman. He's, Second he's not start. seasoned. He ain't no Mui Lafituo or whatever the Colorado uh, quarter. He's not a senior. He, he just came off a great game. I think the exact thing you don't want to have is against this defensive front is a deliberate motion. You're not going to have time to do anything, let alone no. wind up. No, and he's not. It's not like he's six five either. No. Um, now they were pretty. You know, they were decent on third down conversions. They went seven for sixteen, and 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 um, what made a lot of those seven great? They were in crucial moments uh, when they picked up those. But still, that's less than 50%. And you're, you know, again, going against the... I don't know if they're still the number one rated in third down conversion. I can't imagine that they, you know, they went from, what, 10% to 12% in the last game, 2 for 12. They gave up. So, I I, I just think that's, a, again, that's not going to be a strong point for them when they've got to drop back and go, when Michigan's putting you in uh, uh, third and eight, third and nine regularly, that he's going to be able to drop back and... And sling. He might be able to sling them out to the, uh, you know, the, the quick outs, almost like flares off in the flats. See what they can do. Make their own. The receivers can make their own yards. But man, I wouldn't do that for too long because his arm's not that strong. He's got a very accurate arm. I saw him place place a little infant baby in the stroller on a deep po- or a deep flag, and uh, I thought, wow, that was well placed. But you know, that's. That's not going to happen a lot. That's I mean that's going to have to happen every time, he's, and that's just not going to happen. Every he's going to have to have a all American performance. Uh, well, maybe not that. It's going to have to be outstanding. MSU's deep backfield's awful too. So, yeah, we got Jordan. I mean, it is a real bummer, a real kick in the pants to lose Jeremy Clark, um, having himself a fine season. Yes. However, that's uh, you know that's the circle of life. Um, Injuries happen, which is a bummer. So we got to have next man stand, st- uh, next man up. Very good to have uh, Jordan Lewis back in the fold. Shut down, lockdown, JD. Um, I'm actually very interested to see what Long's going to do. Uh, Watson, I, the young guy stepping in there. Yeah, Watson Hill and uh, Long. No doubt, I am too. I'm excited to see that. I tell you, who's been playing some. Darn good ball is Channing Stribling. Yeah. He's been a wary defender in the hip pocket. He had a couple of best hoops player on the team. Is that right? Uh, according to a couple, well, let's see, Jordan Lewis may have said that he was the best hoops player on the team. I would have thought it would be uh, Drake Harris. Well, that tells you something about he's a If he's the best hoops player on the team, he's a pure athlete. Yeah. Uh, Good for him. And that's awesome to see on a corner who's about 6'1", 6'2". What is he? Just sitting back there just shooting jumpers. Yeah. That, yeah, I, 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 Corey Clement is a fine back. Um, Saquon Barkley was a fine back. I think Saquon Barkley is the class of the league. Right, and yeah. 
We Harbaugh says is the best back we'll probably face all season. I don't disagree. He was outstanding, and he got and he had, he had a, a thirty-three yard run. Other than that, he had a like a thirty yards on thirteen carries or something. So he had a he had a decent four four maybe a three point nine four four point zero average, but you take out one run out of there, yeah, and it it's diminished. He had fifteen and, carries for sixty eight yards with a long of thirty three. So let's see, that would be fourteen carries for thirty five yards, which is shut down. Yeah, he got most of his yards through the air doing little pop passes. Now a great back, but we. We shut him down. I mean, he, he, you would have never known that he was a great back. You, you never heard, you never, there was never any threat. Now, that's Penn State. Yeah, we're that's... We're going against the Badgers. Now, look at here. Badgers got some online. Badgers were playing last week with a first-time freshman quarterback, redshirt freshman, a backup kicker who'd never attempted a field goal, and a completely reshuffled offensive line. They've got injuries at their linebacker and their nickel. Um... Boy, injuries are a theme this week. Yeah, injuries. There's all over the nation. People, but especially in uh, in the Big Ten and teams that were <laughs> that are on our schedule. Yeah, that are coming up. Yeah. Boy, knock on imitation veneer. No doubts. We uh, we can't afford injuries. No, um, no one can. We've been getting knocked by them for the last several years, and this year has been fairly nice. As we head into the Big Ten season, we don't want to be losing well, anybody. Let's, let's take a quick look at the Big Ten. Uh, yeah, let's have a look. You know, we we're talking about it. We know what our neighbors down the road, and our neighbors down the street, and our neighbors that go to school with our children had to deal with this past Saturday. You know, first week of the Big Ten, let's uh, 1-0, Wisconsin, 0-1-1, Michigan State. Uh, 1-0, Michigan, 0-1-1, Penn State. Our boys down south had a little bit of a bye. Yeah, they did. Uh, they didn't play, and I'm sure they'll go up in the rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Indiana didn't have a Big Ten game. They uh, faced Wake Forest and lost. Uh, Indiana's quarterback threw a whole bunch of interceptions. Yeah, that's five. That's going to be an interesting game next week for uh, for the green and the white going down to Indiana. Is that down in Bloomington to face that uh, that offense that? You just don't know what's going to happen there. No. No. They gave Michigan everything they wanted last year. And supposedly, according to my brother-in-law, Paul Brady. Paul, I just want to say. Young Paul Brady. Yeah. You know, IU coming around. We were talking about it the other day. He said, you know, this year they've actually started to work on the D. They've actually, you know, they don't have a D yet, but there's some semblance of a D. Um, So you I'm always pulling for Indiana, you know. I mean, let's give them a little bit of something here and there. Just so, despite the five, of, so despite the five interceptions, the quarterback did throw for four hundred and ninety-six yards and three touchdowns. So you can erase shoot two of those interceptions, and they win that ball game. Yeah, that's a monster game. Yeah, Minnesota defeated Colorado State. Uh, no Big Ten for them. Uh, Nebraska went into uh, Evanston to Dyke Stadium, or the stadium formerly known as Dyke Stadium, and uh, put a hurting on the Wildcats. Boy, they were my sleeper team of the Big Ten. Uh, remember in, the, in, in podcast one, I said, who at week eight are we going to be talking about who's not being talked about? And I said, oh, those Wildcats. Yeah, not so much. That's my one just dog prediction that was just obviously not going to come to fruition. I they, don't care what happens at this point. They are struggling big time. It's too bad. Yep. You know, got a sister who went to Northwestern, so, you know, they. I uh, sent them my tape, and I never heard back from them. Thanks, Northwestern. They took Sandy Schwab. Guess they wanted some cash. That's the case of, like, not the college paying you, but the uh, the old man paying the college to take the son. Reverse uh, recruiting. Yeah, reverse recruiting. 
The bag, the bag man's the old man. How about Purdue? Uh, 24-14 against Nevada. They win. Rutgers loses and loses big. Not only um, losing to Iowa 14-7 in a just a thriller. I can imagine. I, I didn't see it, but I can imagine that was just a thriller of a game. 14-7, Rutgers and Iowa. But they lost their stud. They lost their best player. Yeah. Iowa, that, Iowa lost their uh, leading receiver in that game as well. Right. That was a Pyrrhic victory. Reshke at State is out now. Reshke at State is the linebacker. out. linebacker. Bulla is out with oh. a shoulder, and he's day-to-day, but it sounds like he's got a shoulder. Collarbone is what I've heard. Yeah. Who knows what it is with the Bullas? I mean, it's always undisclosed. Um, seems like, uh, well, I mean. Sounds like Ed Davis is coming back from for the sixth year, but he's come back, like, way out of shape. Well, he's he he uh, wrecked his knee. He's still rehabbing a knee injury. Yeah, but from like forever ago. Yeah, well, that's right. They're waiting for him to come back. He's just not focused. Boy. Uh, they've got issues. You know, they've got a great receiver. Danny Corley. They just need somebody to get him the ball, and O'Connor, uh, O'Connor can wait, as the commercial used to say. Heaven can wait. Um... So the schedule sets up quite nicely uh, going forward. Um, you got to get by Wisconsin. Clearly, the, there's no gimme there. I mean, that's not a gimme game. Uh, Vegas has Michigan as what ten, ten and a half, and started at nine and a half, and within twenty four hours is at ten, and then today it was at ten and a half. Yeah. So I get, I bet I wouldn't be surprised if that line goes to. Eleven and a half by the time that kick ball kicks. Really? Based on new developments or people getting smart to? Uh, uh yeah, I think just. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know what your pick is going to be. We'll get to cutting and running, taking a stab at the score here shortly, but. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a number in my head. You, you you got them covering, I'm sure. You've got Michigan covering. Yeah, I do. I do. Shocker. And something tells me you've got them covering then more than the Vegas line. Yes, I do. You know very much about Michigan football. Uh, more I, than most. I seem to do... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, greater so, than 50%. So, that's why. Because those in the know are influencing those with the dough, and uh, so the line will rise. I I will tell you this. I don't know of Wisconsin um, enough to make a to put the money where That's my mouth thing. is. Even in week four, we just can't figure out I, I, some of these teams. I mean, I want to go back to what we just talked about. I think our defense is going to shut those guys down. I think their defense is going to give us fits. Um, Do you? I think for fits. I think for. I don't think we're going to be rolling through them like we did against Penn State by any means. I think we could find some drives and some sustained drives and get some points on the board, but I think we're going to have to work for it. I think we're going to see uh, Peppers on offense. I think if they bring in Toussaint on a chariot, that is the only way they're going to be giving us fits. <laughs> But you know what? Great minds uh, uh, can uh, agree to disagree. Here's something that I think we should touch on, though, Matt. Something that we were talking about last week. How about Colorado going into Oregon and making the big comeback and uh, defeating Oregon with their backup QB? Somebody stepping a duck. The backup QB that completed exactly zero passes against Michigan. I think, I think Colorado is a decent team. They were. They were. You know, they played Michigan. Oh, Michigan hasn't played anybody yet. Well, I don't know. Turns out Colorado's. I'm not convinced they won't win their division. Well, at this point, yeah. In the Pac-12. 
knocked off Oregon in Oxford. I can't. I don't know. That's a tough place to play. I mean, that's a whole that's a whole marketing scheme up there, right? You you don't just go up in Oxford. I don't know. Otson. Otson. To the moon, Otson. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was impressive. No, There's no getting around it. Colorado is... They've got some players. I mean, they've got a veteran team. What's interesting, though, is that veteran team hasn't known of winning ever their right. whole career. They haven't won a, more than a few ball games. Um, but good for them. I... I, I I root for Colorado. I do too. Always have. It's good to see him come around. I like him. I like it when Colorado's a decent squad. It's been a while. So, anything else tickling your fancy about this uh, this past week in Michigan football or college football? No, um, you know it is a bummer to see Les Miles lose his job, but uh, he had a hell of a run down there in Baton Rouge. Do you think there's any chance that he comes up here as an analyst? Um, I think that that might be an option outside of the fact that um, he has, I'm sure, some language in his uh, $10 million or $11 million buyout such that he cannot coach without having to get that paid out. So if Harbaugh... Is an analyst a coaching position, though? I, I don't think it is. I think that's the fine line. I, th- I would imagine... So you can have as many analysts as you want. I think Harbaugh picks up the phone, talks to Les, says, are you interested? Les says, well, yeah, but... Harbaugh says, let me pick up the phone and call the legal department. You guys go over these contracts. they law school over there in Ann Arbor. Yeah, they've got lawyers. And if they can figure out a way to get Les on the staff as something that is not does not constitute a coach or coaching duties, I could see that happen. I mean, Harbaugh seems to like less. He would He'd probably bring Cam Cameron, too, just for the hell of it. Harbaugh likes Cam Cameron. Yeah, they got a history. Why not? They, get, oh, they all have a history. Stand on the sideline, we'll, you know, wave at the crowd. How you doing? Old uh, Les Miles probably be taking a visit back to 110 Rumsey to relive some... Uh, some good old times. Good old times. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he does. I bet that's his first stop. Um, God, he sounds like Bo. Yes. He just sounds like Bo Schembechler. Yeah. Heavy inflection. I, I wish the guy well. He's nothing but a football guy. Well, and he, I tell you what, over the years, for all the all the Michigan coaching searches that we've endured, um, and Les's name always came up, and Les was never treated fairly by a lot of people. Um, Dave Brandon, number one, didn't give him the common courtesy of his respect as a, as a coach, as a man, as an alum. Um, and Les Miles had every opportunity to say, to hell with you guys. And he never did. I can tell you this. He won't sell anybody out to buy his future. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. No, still a huge fan. I will never say no to Michigan. It's right there in John Bacon's book. Did you listen to his interview on Patrick? Yes. Yeah, and, and you know what's interesting is the uh, graphic underneath the uh, the voice of Les Miles did not say former LSU coach. It said Michigan alum. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, well, that's interesting. That's an interesting graphic. So, I'm not a bitter man. It almost sounds like there's a bit of relief that it's just wow. He's got he's got 11 million reasons not to be bitter. Yeah, and he had a hell of a run. Yeah, and he got you know he was he was effectively down there. He was effectively fired last year, and uh, he uh, managed to survive that into this year. So seems odd. Why not just do it last year? Well, it's like you know. What must be done eventually must be done immediately. You'd think they would have just canned him last year, but yeah, that, who knows? That's Louisiana politics. They're broke. That state's broke. That's right. They have issues of um, keeping the football team. Uh, somebody afloat. must be stepping up to write that. It's the summer school program that's going to give them fits. They can't afford to keep the f- summer school program, which is the football team uses that to m- maintain their uh, credits. Yeah. 
Yeah, someone's going to have to cut those guys a... That's a mess. That is a giant mess. That's too bad. Um, that's what I've got. That's all I've got. Um, Who do you think is going to take that job? Do you think Mark D'Antonio wants any part of that job? I don't. No. No. I think Mark is going to retire in East Lansing. And I, my hunch is that won't happen. I've, I've heard rumors, and I haven't dug into them, that this is his last freshman class. So he recruited the 2016 class. We'll see them out as seniors, and then he's done. Oh, okay. So what is that, three more years? I don't know if there's any validity to that. You know, he had that health issue a few years ago. Right. Um, How old is he? Why not retire? A, a legend. He is a legend there. Just retire in East Lansing. You know, Izzo's going to do that. Oh. Why not? It's good for him. Or if he might, st- who knows, he might be there another 10 years. I don't see him going to LSU. I don't. I see, you know, Tom Herman's name is floated around, bandied about. Yeah, Herman and dude from uh, Florida State, Jumbo. Jimbo Fisher. Sounds like his problem. Um, children. His children. Divorce. Divorce and a child that um, has medical needs and his biological mom's not going to be moving to Baton Rouge. Um, well, and he just won a national championship just a few years back. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I understand they reached out to Urban Meyer. I'm sure they did. And Nick Saban, I understand they're... Uh, why not? I uh, just think, I, I look at D'Antonio and I look, okay, I, I think of the Saban route, you know. Just as he's probably peaked, he's got to realize he's probably peaked at this point. It ain't going to get any better than it's already gotten yeah. in East Lansing. Yeah. And it's been great. Right. Uh, but now Harbaugh's taking over. And you could market it at this point. Now, using your point, if he's retiring, well, then this is all, this doesn't make any sense. But if you're going to market yourself, there is no point that you're going to be higher. It's just going to get lower for you. And you're going to be little brother. And then, then Saban left, went to LSU. Won a national championship, went to Alabama. I mean, uh, th- I know it's probably a ridiculous. Uh, it's possible. Ridiculous thought. I just, uh, but I mean, you're. I don't. A. I don't see D'Antonio running from uh, Coach Harbaugh and Coach Meyer because you're going to get down to the SEC and you've got Nick Saban waiting on you. There's no love there. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I don't, does he have any ties to LSU? He's a South Carolina alum. Grew up in Texas. Grew up in it's Texas. Right next door. It is right next door. They recruit there a ton. Um, they'd pay him a king's ransom if they have any money. That's, so that's the only thing. That's if they had, you know, they that's just true. don't have money unless somebody just steps up and writes a check. Ken Starr. Ken Starr is already could be the day that he fired fired Les Miles. He was already. Pushing the narrative that um, who's that disgraced coach that was? Uh, oh, from Baylor, Art Bryles. Yeah, Art Bryles. Uh, it was already paving the way for Art Bryles to take over. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. Um, well, you know what? Good for them. You get what you want. Or get but the, what you but, but, but the the response to that was they wouldn't probably allow that in Baton Rouge because it's a very civil, well behaved area, and that that would. Bringing that guy in there. That's what I was hearing. I thought, wow, that seems... <laughs> that seems uh, juxtaposed to my imagination. Of um, what Baton Rouge is? The whole culture of LSU football. Um, but, I, but I'm but i up here way up north. I'm a snowflake, so I don't know maybe what I'm talking about. Les Miles is a good man. He's down there. He is a good man. Well, I think what you've been saying is... I don't know that LSU has any money to really... Somebody's going to have to step up. Some alum will step up and take care of it, but I don't know that the, the college is going to be able to flip all these bills for new coaches and buyouts and... Right. Like, uh, the people can't, you know... People can't get schools. <laughs> it's tough to pass that. Right. Well, they'll figure it out. I've got faith the uh, Tigers will find a new coach. You going to the game this weekend, man? I will not be going to the ball game. In fact, the next few weeks are going to be 
we we skipped Matthew's first soccer game to make it to the Colorado game, and that might be the game that we had to sacrifice this season. So um, I don't know what the no. I will not be making it to Wisconsin. How about yourself? No, no. I've got a uh, wife who will be heading down to the Windy City. Oh yeah, I guess I have that too. I yeah. guess my wife's with your wife. Yes. Yeah. Yes, which would leave us alone to celebrate a victory. <laughs> right. We can toast whiskey with whiskey. Yeah, so Their we'll defeat be... And the defeat of a shot glass. We'll be right here, won't we, Mike? Uh, we can do a live. Maybe we'll do a little live uh, oh. post-game. Well, we won't be live, but it'll be... It'll be fresh. It'll be real fresh when you hear it a few days later. <laughs> Scraping the cheese off the uh, ceiling. Um, well, this is the uh, cutting and running. Cutting and running. You got a you got a feel. You got a score. You got a number. Yeah, I got a number. All right, I just scribbled mine down. Um, I'll start here. I, I I've got the Wolverines with thirty eight. If they're gonna get up there in the uh, in the high thirties, I wouldn't be surprised if they make it in the forties quite frankly. But yeah. I'm going I'm to do 38, and then I'm going to give the Badgers 17. Really? I'm going to be going 44-13. Wow. Aggressive. I like it. I like them to maintain their average points scored. It's a hell of a pace. I truly think we're going to break the quarterback, and when that happens, they're screwed. I, mean, I truly believe with this freshman quarterback, as good as a game as he just had, He's going to have a tough, tough time yeah. doing anything. Yeah. And their running back, even though he's got a senior running back who scored two touchdowns last week, he only ran for two hundred. He only ran for fifty-four yards. And MSU outgained Wisconsin yeah. well, only by about seven yards, three twenty-five to three seventeen or something like that. But um, I'm just not worried about their offense. I'm and. Uh, their defense may be able to put up a couple of stops here and there early on. I just think we'll break through. And once we break through, that big house crowd, a couple of undefeated Big Ten teams. Statement game. It's a very big statement game. Last time Wisconsin came to town, they put a drubbing on the uh, the Wolves. Um, uh, you know, I, I, think, um, I think Harbaugh's going to want to make a statement. Look at everybody's been giving us a little selling a short shrift around here for what we've been doing, and what we've been doing is maintaining phenomenal offense, taking care of the ball since '47, and a phenomenal defense. Yeah, yeah. Statement game. I like it. I wouldn't be surprised then after. Oh, Wisconsin's no good. Gonna hear right. Well, they really weren't as uh, as strong right. as they were. Well, they've got a tough schedule. They uh, do have a juggernaut of a schedule, no doubt about it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, I think we're in cahoots on our uh, prediction for Michigan success this weekend, Matt. You got it, Michael. We uh, we're feeling good about it. I feel really good about it. I feel really good myself. I'm all done with that bronchitis. Good. That's great to hear. You look wonderful. Well, on that, we're going to wrap this episode 1.5 up. 3.30, toe meets leather. Let's go blue, Mike. When the big hand touches the small hand, as they'd say at Penn State, go blue, baby. Go blue. She don't want me around She said she's tired Of watching me fall down <laughs> She wants a good life All the best But I like that bottle Better than the rest And she said I think that you're headed for a whole lot of trouble Well, I think that you're headed for a whole lot of trouble Well, I think that you're headed for a whole lot of trouble
Oh, oh. 